Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in again to the second episode of Am I Worthy by Gabrielle Thorne. Ow, ow, ow. I'm telling y'all, this podcast is so cool. Like, I really love it. Like, oh my goodness. Let me tell you something. The more you go throughout something and whether it's something new within your life, whether it's a new change that you have a, to adjust to, whether it's going throughout life right now with someone that you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with, whether this is a parent, whether this is a child, whether this is a friend, whether this is a spouse, no matter what phase of life you're in, it's like you don't know where it's going to lead. And then also with that is you don't know what you're forming right now and the foundation of before that this happened of how it's overpouring into how you are right now. So for instance, um, oh, there is a sermon. I can't remember his name. It's Darius or something like that. There was a sermon a couple months back that I had watched and the pastor was basically saying how whenever you're in a tough situation, whatever is in you overpours out, right? So for instance, with uh, like whatever situation you're going on right now, if you're really irritated right now, you're really just angry or whatever, you had that within you, whether you knew it or not. If you're having a hard time just adjusting to change right now, it's because mm, typically maybe a you've never had to adjust to a change um, so huge as to self. And I'm not um, invalidate invalidating how you're you're feeling. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like maybe you haven't adjusted to change before, and now this is happening at a speed, a pace, a time that you did not expect. And right now you're just asking like, okay, God, why did this happen to me? Okay, God, why did you take away this person? Like seriously, because. God, God, I thought that I could trust you. God, I thought that I was going to spend so much more time with this person. I thought that, God, that you were going to keep this person within my life. God, I have so much bitterment. I have so much anger. God, I have so much resentment that, God, I really don't even like you. Like, God, I don't like I don't want to have God in my life right now, because if God was real, why is this happening? And so some of y'all are like, oh, how you just read me? First of all, it's just God, I come up here and just say whatever God wants me to say. <laughs> but also because I understand how you're feeling, like literally. So this is recorded a couple of days before it comes back. Um, mon- mm, it's Monday now. <laughs> it's late. So Monday, August 3rd. And right now I'm at a situation whereas God, I do not know what's next. God, I've been trusting you. God, I've been obedient. God, why am I at the place right now? And over these last couple of days, I could easily just fall into, and I have, I'm not going to, I'm going to be straight up with you. That's every single episode. If you want something fake, you want some fluffery buttermilk type of um, surface level Christianity, then then listen to something else because I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to give you the heart, honest truth. But like, so for instance, for me right now, like, I like over these last couple of days, I have not wanted to trust God. Like not in every single moment that I felt that I've been transparent with God, that God, I don't want to trust you right now because God, why am I at this situation? And God, you know, if I was at this situation, right, God, or maybe this is you, God, if, um, you know, this person's health was intact, they should not have passed away. God, if this person's, um, if I had the ability to bring this person back to life, I will want them to God. And you have the ability to bring people back to life. So why can't you bring this person back to life? God, why did you take this person out of my life so early? And so when, um, over these last couple of days or even earlier today, I started thinking, okay, what 
good is it going to do if I'm so focused on how I don't trust God? How, how what good is it going to do if I'm saying, God, I don't trust you? And then you want to, or this, oh my goodness, like there was one point when I was asking this question, I just wanted to cry. Like, I just wanted to cry because I'm like, why can't I cry? And God was telling me how you think that you can't trust you. You're saying that you don't trust me, but if you really, really didn't trust me, then you would have been, um, out of, you would, you would have just done something else completely, or you would have done something that didn't tell you to do. If you didn't trust me, you wouldn't have done that. You would have done this. I'm like, what? But like what? And so that's mm, a long intro, but okay. And so to, and so today what I'm talking about is no expectations the prefabrication and this is about to be part one out of two or three we shall see um and so mm, god just pray you speak right now because this is this is oh this is just this this is just a lot right now so for me um i thought where i was going to be um like my lease is coming up and I thought that I was going to be in this place by this time and um one two three and a third right and throughout this entire process I've been obedient to God I've been doing this I've been doing that like God you told me that you have this promise for me God you told me this and that and God I did what you told me to do and yet why is this happening now like I did what you told me to do and I think this is part of Christianity that People don't talk about God is not based on results. If God has you go through a process, it's a test and it's to trust. It's to trust. It's not always for an end goal. It's not. And I know, understand that's a hard truth to hear, whether you are a believer or you're a person questioning Christianity. You're like, mm, I'm about to take my toe out. No, baby, Mm-mm. stay in this pool. Hello, because it's, it's hot and hello. You don't want to be out of um, God's will yet. Right now, I'm like, God, I've never had this happen. I've done what you told me to do. It's under your plan, but this didn't. Exp- I like why? Like why is this happening right now? The the result isn't what I anticipated to be. Not the time, or even just the entire result completely. And so, um, that that could be any. And that, and I know I'm not, I'm not alone in this. Like, okay, so first point within um me right now and being at this part where it's like. I didn't anticipate to be here. Like, I know how to discern my father's voice. I know my father's voice. I know God is, um, God fulfills all his promises. His promises are my promises, yet God fulfills his promises. I know that God's timing is not my timing. I know that my God and his will is so greater, so much pleasing than whatever I think is going to happen with my, my life or whoever else. And so within this, I've started to realize, like, I had an expectation, right? I had an expectation. I had an expectation and within this expectation, it created um, frustration. And it's because expectations, this is point number one, expectations are the prefabrication of frustration. You heard that? Expectations are the prefabrication of frustration. So think of it like um, I'm building a home, right? And I'm building it off site. So within architecture, you have like prefabrication, right? So you um, built, so you have these parts and these objects of the building, right? And it's like built in a factory or it's built off site. And then the like, whether it's like construct, like construction workers or whatever, they get the 
parts and everything um, part of the project they give from the factory and then they go to the actual site so for instance I have a pre I want I have a prefabricated home so I have a home where all the parts are created off-site and then they're traveling on to being part um, constructed on site so the home is going to be built on site so within this prefabrication part I have to make sure some pieces just align together I have to make sure that um, the measurements are correct I have to make sure that what I'm doing is going to align and it's going to create this result because if this prefabrication is not what I anticipated be by the time I go off site to build this home on site it's not going to be good in Luke 13 2 and I'm coming from New Living Translation LT. Do you think those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other people from Galilee? Jesus asked, is that why you is that why they suffer? Not at all. And you will perish, too, unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. And what about the 18 people who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them? Were they were were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No. And I tell you again that unless you repent, you will perish. And so for um before even beginning this, like. Repent is to ask God for forgiveness of your sins and then turn from it. So you turn from it means like, okay, I'm not going back to that or I'm going to trust in God that I don't have to go back to this. And so within this script, so within this scripture, right, like people or, you know, within Christianity or even um, it's not even within Christianity. I just kind of think it's a world. I want I want to say the whole world. Cause I don't understand the whole world, but I feel like within America sometimes we think like, oh, there's levels to sin. You murder somebody, that's really terrible. You had sex outside of marriage, oh, that's a little sin. Or you know, you did um, coke this one time three years ago when you had just got divorced, and now everyone tells you that you're such a terrible person because you still have this addiction because you got divorced three years ago. And we try to level out sin, right? As if it's all sin is equal. You read scripture, all sin is equal. Jesus literally just said it here. And it's also um, throughout other parts of scripture. And so within this, it's like some of y'all are really just frustrated at God because some of y'all are frustrated at God for one of two reasons. Some um, some people right now are frustrated at God because this person passed away. And it's just it's just really pruning you. Like, Or you lost this one opportunity that you thought that you were going to have it. Like you literally thought that every single thing aligned um, together and that you were going to have it. And so right now that's not happening. You're just really, really, really in, um, just getting irritated. And then also thinking, why do I want to trust God? Like, what is the point of me trusting God? What is it? And we got to think of the root of this. Oh, and I forgot the second person. And then the second person is like, I'm just frustrated because this prefabrication, I'm building my relationship with God right now, right? I'm just frustrated because God, when are you going to bless me? God, I am truly, truly, truly trying to give you all of me, right? Yeah, I'm still struggling with this. I'm still struggling with not answering this person back. I'm still struggling with, I don't know, um, what these next couple of, like, these next couple of months with my income will be. God, I'm so, I'm just so irritated with you right now because God, I like I'm, I'm trying to build a relationship with you, but none of nothing within my life has changed, like nothing. And so within this, we got to go back to. 
expectations why do why like why why do we have them because when you expect 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 god to do something and this is this is this is for a person whether uh you follow christ or whether you're not um this is first person like okay like i just expect god to just take me out the situation because this situation is just trash like this situation is straight garbage god if you're really real why have you not taken me with out of this and so within this it's like um you just don't know what god is doing right now right like you don't know and don't try to measure yourself up to others comparison is a thief of joy mm write it down comparison is a thief of joy you're comparing your planting season to someone's harvest season why you see this person they post pictures of like leading this perfect life and you start to compare i'm not a good husband i'm not a good wife i'm not a good partner i'm not good enough i'm not sexy enough i'm not beautiful enough for my partner and you start to just go through this within your mind of like i'm not good enough i'm not good enough where is that coming from is that coming from an expectation that you should be like this person that you see who has this perfect life yet you don't even know them and the person that they um go to sleep with every night you don't and so within this it's like knock that out like knock out that first and if you are frustrated god be transparent be so transparent over these last couple of days when i've been irritated at god for um this situation i have been transparent with him and then also i'm just it's been like of course you repent every day but it's been at a like my repent like i just i just been repenting 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 like because like um your emotions can get you in trouble sometimes i mean when i say get you in trouble like i don't mean god will throw you away what i'm saying is that your emotions can try to creep up on your spiritual mm. that is going to be a chapter of a book one day your emotions can creep up on your spiritual life so your emotions are coming from like oh whether it's physical whether it's like what you see or whatever so your emotions right now are like either all over the place or this and that right and it's just so hard like it is just truly truly hard repent within luke luke 13 4 right um jesus was just saying like i don't care about what you sin about i don't like y'all are going around saying are you a worse sinner or oh my gosh like god i did this last weekend is this sin bigger than this like no like sin like sin is sin like all of it is equal and so within this um luke like luke 4 like jesus literally saying like i tell you again like repent repent like you want you want you want me you want me more than this you want me more than this pain you want me to help you repent repent for not trusting me even if you don't want to like that's another part of christianity people don't talk about like you have to trust god when you don't want to you know how hard that is like oh i can't I don't know when this book gonna come one day but like it is just so hard to trust God like it like it truly is because within this world right like we're so fixed on mm, oh my gosh me and my friend Kayla were just talking about this earlier instant gratification versus delayed gratification so we live for personally for me I live in America right oh we can get when we want oh everything is just moving fast paced this and that or whatever and it's crazy because if we compare ourselves to other countries say for instance if it's like sweden like sweden or something like that that's like more progressive or something we would think like mm, we're like mm, where we're behind versus if we compare ourselves to a country that people don't even have basic like access to water you know it's like oh we're very ahead of them and so and when i say water like either water or even just clean water and so within this within this sphere of 
not knowing what's next within this sphere of God I truly truly just don't want to trust you it's like you have to trust God put your faith put your faith in the Lord don't put your faith in what you see you put your faith in what you see of course you're going to be so like of course you're going to be so messed up it's kind of like um within scripture like within scripture of how it says like don't like you shouldn't like don't boast don't boast don't boast about uh what's it called like compliments like don't don't boast in people's compliments and it's a reason like you want your prayers to be from God and not people because the more and more and more right you have going back to how we were talking about expectations the more you have the expectation of that someone needs to praise me for my doing I need to see the instant gratification of what I'm doing. I need to see where this is going to go. And so if I don't see it this instant, then it wasn't worth it. God doesn't operate on instant gratification 25-8. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Like God's time is not our time. And when God rose um, Lazarus from the dead, the man was dead. How many days? And Jesus is like, oh, yeah. Like he wept, you know, with like... um like Miriam, what you call it, but like he like, and, and then he came later, and he did it in one instant. Now, if you look at before that, right, it's it was delayed. It was delayed. Like God, he's been dead how many days? Like I mean, Jesus, he's been dead like how many days? Like what? Like what? How you gonna raise him from the dead now? You couldn't have done that before, but that's us. That's from us coming from the expectation that, okay, if the God doesn't do this by this time, then I'm going to give up on him. And don't give up. Don't give up. You don't know what your obedience is um, going. You don't know what you building your relationship with God right now is from. It's from generations from now. You think that you don't have worth you think that because this one person has told you for 20 years that you are a low life that you'll never do anything with your life you think that that one person is worth more than God's voice be very careful about listening to people before you discern um listening listen to God's voice because people it's like I don't know I just kind of think of like high medium low like um if you think of low, I think of like people's voices. And then when I think about medium, I think about um, the devil's voice. And I think about loud and I think about God's voice. Like, yeah, the devil's loud, but my God is bigger than that. And so the same thing within your life. Don't have the expectation that since God didn't pull through now that he doesn't love you. Don't have the expectation that, you know, God, I keep falling into this trap of going back to this person time after time. Yet, God, you have told me that this is not the person for me to be with. Yet, God, I am so stuck in um just being used to this person i can't leave don't fall into having an expectation that you can't leave it because you don't know what god will pull you out of and when you're constructing something you don't know where it's going to be so within the prefabrication process of a project right you got to make sure that all these pieces are correct you also have to do something called test mm because when you test these pieces when you and when I say test these pieces when you say like okay before I cut this whole entire slab of wood on um the on uh the likes uh what is it called oh my gosh I've been out of school for how months I can't remember what this is called when you have the prefabrication part of a project right 
you have to make sure that the equipment is correct, right? Before you just throw up a piece of wood on there, but the blade isn't even sharp enough, or you didn't adjust the um, blade, like the blade level to make sure, you know, the wood wouldn't run straight through, or you would cut yourself, or this, that, and the third, right? This is the same thing when we're having expectations with God, and these expectations aren't met within the prefabrication project, um, pre the free prefabrication phase, or even until the end, right? The second point is that your testing of your faith is a re- is is it's a reveal. When your faith is tested, it is going to reveal um, if God can elevate you to the next, or then also you're going to get trimmed of some things that you didn't even know you had in you. So, for instance, right um, over these last couple of days with this um, process. I've been thinking like, okay, God, like, was I making everything up in my head and be careful of who you allow pour into into you? Because I thought I started thinking about this after I had a conversation with someone. Yeah, I started thinking like, okay, God, like, was I truly obedient to you? Like, what, like, what, like, what have I done? And God, forgive me for um, times unknown or unknown if I've been disobedient, even if it was something so small or so great. So, for instance, um, like, if God um told me okay like tell this one person the gospel in the store I'm like what like this person doesn't like this like I don't even know this person like mm, I don't know about that God and that's being disobedient or something as small as God is like okay I want you to um uh I don't know it could be something like just as simple as like turn off the light right now and just spend time with me I don't know but like something like that like oh was I bis- disobedient to that and so within me asking these questions is to invite God into into my situation while also not having the expectation that I have to deal with this by myself not having the expectation that God you don't have more for me not having the expectation that you know what God I feel so low God I feel so low God I am so depressed that you know what God why can't I just meet this person that Say, for instance, you're a person, right? And you're just at a very unexpected time of your life. You didn't think that you were going to be at this part of your life within this age range. Or also, you didn't realize that God was going to take this person away from you so, so early. And it is just such it's just such pruning. And it's like the testing of your faith is a reveal. It is a reveal. It's going to reveal some things that are to come, some things that... Um, are from the past but also it's going to, it's just going to reveal your presence it's going to reveal all three it's going to reveal, reveal like okay when my faith is tested am i going to focus on what god has done in the past or maybe you're um new to re- building a relationship with god and you're like well i ain't even say, i ain't saying god do nothing just start with your breath start with the day god thank you for my breath god thank you with for that right because it's something that we take advantage and then we lose someone in the breath of a moment then we're like oh this is what this prayer means for real for real and so within testing testing your faith it reminds me of james 1 2 um somebody close to me this is like their favorite scripture within james 1 2 count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing 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 the more you get trimmed the more you get pruned it's for it's for a reason that's esv version you read a message version and this is what you do whenever you're within scripture and you don't understand something or um 
um it's just hard it's just it's just like okay what does this mean just go to a different version the bible is translated in so many different versions or even you um you speak Spanish, you speak French, you speak, um, you speak Tagalog, like you speak whatever, like, like read the Bible in your language. And so for instance, in James, cause you should, why not? <sighs> Boy, don't listen to nobody say, oh, you need to read the Bible in this language. Read, read the Bible in whatever language you are. Okay. Read it in whatever language you want to. And so within James one, two, consider, this is the message version, consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors, so don't try to get out of anything prematurely, let it do its work, so you may become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way, Oh, that's good. That's really good. You want to get straight in life? Just read Message Virgin. <laughs> I just love Message Virgin because it just breaks it down so much. Okay, okay. Back to what we talk about. Um, Yeah, so when you taste, when you face tests and challenges, right, from all sides, you're, you're within your Christian walk. You are going to go, you are going to go through tests and trials. If you, if you talk to someone, they're like, Oh, I don't experience tests and trials or, Oh, God is, Oh, um, that's that. Okay. What you, you, you don't, you don't face any tests and trials. Like what? Like, I'm not saying, um, you know, like tests and trials don't always have to be like, Oh, I hate, like, uh, hate my, like, I hate my life. I hate everything, but it's just like, yo, I'm just, I'm just getting tested with just like spiritual battles or whatever. Like, how, like come come on like you're it's it's just a, it's a part of it's a part of the christian walk i think um when we walk into christianity i'm talking about for me personally maybe this is you maybe it's not but for me personally when i entered christianity and this is back to expect not having expectations so when i had walked into christianity i thought like oh my goodness it's going to be sunshine and butterflies like tests and trials what i feel like after i got saved i wish somebody showed me james one too <laughs> right away <laughs> oh lord but like because i had an expectation like oh like suffering like what that's within scripture like oh these battles even though the battles on um, the lord's yet you're trying to um do all this on with on your own and god saying give it to me but you won't what like all of this is within scripture oh oh okay oh okay and so when you follow like you fully fully follow Christ and everything it's like when you suffer when you face trials and challenges it reveals something it, it, it is going to reveal it's going to reveal everything um but like within the scripture of how it forces everything into open and shows its true colors so for instance say um over these last couple of days how I've realized like oh I thought I trusted God mm, this is a whole nother level I thought that I had faith but what God you want me to sit still in prayer you I can't try to figure out a plan b because if I try to figure out plan b that's disobedience when everybody's looking at me like i'm crazy what god that doesn't make sense and so it's revealing the truth my it's revealing my true colors am i going to trust what my god said am i going to stay on what my god said because i know my father's voice and i know who he is or am i going to sit in what um just makes sense 
God doesn't operate on our human understanding. He doesn't. I know some of y'all get tired when I'm saying when I'm saying that it's because you truly don't understand. Um, you know, the spirit versus flesh. Yeah, you will. Yeah, it's he. He just he, he like God just doesn't. God doesn't like. He doesn't. You put God in this box and you talk to people who have put God in a the box their whole lives. God didn't do this one thing for them um, a couple years back. So they stopped trying. And God told them, take this step of faith again because, because just I had, took you through a test, but you have to keep going. And then you're allowing this one person to pour into you. And you're like, no, God, I'm not going to go back to that. Um, I'm not going to go back to um this one thing that you have for me but you told me I had to wait a little bit longer because I allowed this one person to discourage me for me personally um this is kind of um I think it's something I'm expecting I don't have an expectation of it but sometimes it's something that I'm expecting sometimes if I got to the end of my life I got to every day is not promised I don't know when that is yeah I got to the end of my life and God told me that I had more in store from you but you weren't obedient or you allowed someone to discourage you you know how terrible you know how like that's just that's just not a good feeling to me I don't know about you but that's just not a good feeling to me and so I, I'm expecting like okay my okay my faith is going to get tested okay I'm going to get tested and if I'm trusting God if I was truly obedient to God and that um my God is not based on um results that's that's another part of not having any expectation God does not work from results or the or of results just because something did not happen right say for instance i'm like okay god i'm doing what you tell me to do I'm doing what you tell me to do okay then you get to the end of it right and the result didn't happen god told you that you would be pregnant by now and it hasn't happened god told you that you would have this much amount saved up but then you had to go through all your emergency funds and right now you're scrambling for money and um someone's told you that they'll help you but you won't give up your pride yeah you're like mm, you know what is the result like god i thought this was going to happen and so that's just it's just we can't like we can't it's like within having god bless you right if the result doesn't happen and that's something that i've had to come to terms with these last couple of days if the result does not happen how you anticipate it is god still good and the answer is yes instantly that's just that's that's just instantly yes and this is how when people um pass away it's like within first um thessalonians 4 within people within when people grieve or like within when you're within christ and people and you grieve and everything from whether the situation is person died or whatever when you grieve you're you don't grieve like the world that doesn't mean grieving period is long short or whatever yeah it just means that um you know that you just don't grieve like the world and so within this is because you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. You know that um, your salvation is within heaven, is within Jesus, and it's not within this world. And so you're not moved by this world because you know this world is but life is but a vapor and this world is not your eternal home. And so within this, you don't have the expectation that, okay, this is my end all. And yeah, God does not work from results. Um he doesn't he doesn't and this doesn't mean that god isn't good it doesn't mean that god doesn't have more plan from you like whether you've been obedient or um disobedient like 
I would just say like repent go back to Luke 13 3 like um through 6 like rep like repent say God um I'm I'm gonna like um please forgive me from like anything that I have or even haven't done and God give me direction into it what do you want me to do next don't allow um you thinking you messed up or you thinking that you've had dirt that you have the expectation that God doesn't have more for you or that God is just so sick of you because you heard someone tell you this, that God gets sick of you. What? God's grace is sufficient. God, what? Please get out of religion. Oh my Lord. Yeah. God's grace is sufficient. It, it, we, I got, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the podcast or video or whatever to talk about grace because that's going to be two, three, four hours long. <laughs> Might have to break it up, I guess. I don't know. But uh, to talk about God's grace is, it you, it, it could be your whole story. When you truly walk in Christ and you understand God's, God's grace, it's, it's a lot. And so don't have expectations of um what it's going to look like at first and then also what looking at it at first is going to get to the end result and if the end result isn't what you anticipate that god doesn't love you or that god's in here or that you're don't and i i've i've had to realize this couple of days say you're a person you've been obedient to god um god i had faith in you that i was going to have this child yet it didn't happen or god i had faith in you that my child i was going to outlive my child yet my child passed away and so god how do i trust you how do i trust you how do i not keep this bitterment within me god how do i not keep this secret resentment for you within me god how do like how do i let this go it's like you gotta surrender you gotta surrender baby you gotta let it go and when i say that i'm not saying let it go um to me you gotta let it go to the one and only true um living loving god you gotta you got you have to let it go to god because it's going to eat you up it's going to eat you up you're having this expectation that you're going to get healed yeah you're not being transparent with god you're having this expectation that you don't even want to be on this like you just like i'm just waiting every single day i'm not even enjoying life i'm just waiting for the day that god sends me to heaven it's like don't get me wrong like of course of like of of course this is just you know like a natural feeling to have yet don't allow your days not to be filled with joy don't allow your days not to be filled with bringing god's kingdom on earth because you just want to be with this person so bad and you're not even finding joy in a day you're just like god what am i like god what am i just going to be sent away because god i don't want to be on this earth anymore and so don't have that expectation because God still has you here for a reason. And although God took that person away from you, don't think that God doesn't have more for you because that pain in your heart, that swelling in your stomach, that pain in your back from um, going time after time to try to try for a child. Yet it hasn't happened yet. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your hope because you just don't know what's next within um this is last thing before I head out. So within Hebrews eleven one. Oh, message version. Here come through. Okay. So Hebrews eleven one. 
the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. And you go father and they talk about they talk about Abel, they talk about um, Enoch, talk about Noah, talks about Abraham, right? Talks about Sarah when she couldn't get pregnant. You think that you can't get pregnant. You think that you've had miscarriage after miscarriage. And so God isn't going to open your room. Don't you like, yes, of course, listen to the doctor yet. Your doctor is not your God. God is God. And so you don't know when God's going to open your womb. And so within this, you don't know the faith for many generations of you having the expectation of faith. That's one thing. That's so contrary. Like, do that. Do that. Do that. If you've you're have the expectation of faith that faith, my faith is what I can fall back on my faith. I can't fall back on what I see. I can't fall back on these doctor reports. I can't fall back on these bills just piling and piling and piling and piling. And I just feel like I'm just so discouraged from debt that, you know, I'll never get out of this. Instead, have that foundation of faith, have that foundation of um, in another version is faith is the evidence of things unseen and of things hoped for. And so within this, it's like, are you are you are you hoping or have you lost your hope? Have you lost your hope that um, God can pull you through? Have you lost your hope that, okay, God, you have more for me, that you have more for me, that God, even though my father wasn't in my life, that's not going to determine the type of parent I'm going to be to my child. Have you lost hope in that? So give it to Jesus, baby. Give it to Jesus. So this is one thing you do have an expectation of, having an expectation of faith that my faith is in my God. My faith is in not in what I see because God isn't phased by what I see and God knows what's next. That's the only thing I can rest in right now. God knows what's next because I don't, yeah, God would never leave me nor forsake me and um, my God is my provider. My God is Jehovah Jireh and all these things. And so why am I going to rest in what I see to determine who my God is? No, my God is determined by who God is. Mm, hello. <laughs> all right. Well, I shall see y'all next week. Bye bye.